Welcome to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald. Hello guys and welcome to my podcast The Fit Fact King and this is another smashing episode. I don't know how to put this in words. I recently received an email and for first instance I thought this was a fake or spam. As we get a lot of emails like a spam or junk emails this one made me thought like ah, okay this is just a spam that someone wished to be on my podcast as a guest or like you know I usually chase people not people come to me and ask for this then I received another email follow-up email after a few days it made me wonder if this was a real so I replied asking more information about it and then so we arranged a phone call a zoom call actually it was the moment I realized this was legit I spoke to Cameron Haynes who is actually brought up with this idea came up with the idea very interesting idea I would say in body scans it's of course this is all about health and fitness my podcast and this is a big part of this health and fitness industry that people do for body scans they do these you know different sort of scans to get this fat how much body fat they have how much bmi everything so i said like okay i'm not going to waste this time so i didn't waste time of course and book another session with him so we recorded and it was the best if you guys in australia especially in sydney this episode is highly beneficial for you i really hope you guys enjoy this episode so let's welcome cameron morning how are you i'm very well how are you yeah really good that's good uh cameron can you just start with some introduction about um your in body scans and overview of that um how you started everything yeah for sure um first of all thanks for having me on um okay. you know it's great to chat about this stuff and sort of have a conversation in this is it's something a bit different in that way but uh mm. originally i started as a personal trainer um yep. i was in commercial gyms for the first couple of years of my career and yep. then from there moved into commercial like renting commercial spaces mm. and then decided to build my own studio um so that's kind of the evolution which got me to the point of where i had body scan machines in my gym yeah and then i realized having them that i had friends in the industry who couldn't afford the machines and wanted it so this business kind of evolved out of exactly that i was lending or renting my machines to my local friends yeah. um and then have now moved into this full time so mm. what we do is we provide the inbody 570 machines to yeah. businesses fitnesses um all of that sort of stuff for 3 to 7 day hire periods so they mm-hmm. can have the machine under their own branding yeah um everything are uh, cool and so you, did you just start with one machine like did you buy one machine at the beginning Yeah so originally I had one machine um which was just full time in my studio until probably 6 to 9 months in when I had a chat with a local friend who yep. themselves wanted a machine but just couldn't justify it yeah. and this was heading into the early uh, 2019 so oh, just okay. pre covid sort of stuff um and then it was prior to that then all of a sudden she asked if I was interested in renting it so mm. yeah started off with one Um we now have three full time and I've got one extra one that I can pull in if I need to. Yeah. But we are looking to always expand. Yeah, cool. And did you have any um good or bad experience during covid with this? Uh everything was shut. 
So we didn't even like, that's where I guess the business really evolved the most was post COVID. Um, mm. So I really looked into it and I got a second machine from a person who was selling one locally yeah. to me, yeah. um, who ended up renting the machine back to again, they just didn't want to hold the machine and I had mm. the systems to sort of keep it. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely wasn't, COVID definitely wasn't a fun time for anyone in this sort of industry. Yeah, I know. And then, um, especially when you are hiring machines and then you can't take it anywhere. No, not only that, but, you know, we lost the gym side of it, um, you know, all of it. So it, it definitely, it definitely was an interesting perspective and, and we all learned a lot during business time of that. Yeah. So tell me this, um, your machines, how they set apart from other body compositions, analyzing method, like, you know, some people would do like, are they, are they electronic machines or they, yeah. are they electronic yeah. machines? Um, so our machines that we run are the InBody series machines. Yeah. Um, so there's a few different ones on the market. A Vault and InBody are kind of the two biggest in Australia. Um, mm. There is others. There's a Saudi, like um, a Middle Eastern one that I've seen. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, they all run off similar basics. Um, yeah. So it's a, a electrical current that is put through the body through um, handles. Yeah. Um, so. Our machines are four points of contact, which is a massive difference to like those little handheld machines or even the ones that, you know, some people listening to this might have at home where they stand on their home scales. Yeah. Um, all of those, if there are two positions or two handles, mm. um, it only tests a portion of the body. So you do need to have it on both hands and feet to get a full body representation. Oh, okay. And how's the accuracy like on these machines? Uh, that's an interesting topic, um, to be truly honest, because I know some people really... would, you know, like it, it's like, uh, if I'm going to the, if I'm going to this for scans, I'm going to be, like I said, like someone said like, okay, you got 10% body fat correct, and I'll say, um, okay, let's uh, have a measure. And then this body comes up, uh, this scan comes up with like, I've got like 12% body fat. Correct. So, you know, like people would, uh, I would, I would suggest like people would, I mean, not suggest, I mean, people would ask these questions, you know, how accurate is this machine? 100%. And, and my actual response to that has come to a completely different perspective. It's what are you comparing to? Yeah. Because when we look at it, like if we look at a DEXA scan, a DEXA scan takes the X-ray image and then mm. it uses calculations to figure out what it thinks those tissues are. Yeah. Right. And DEXA's for a long time been the gold standard. Um, mm. But is it the gold standard because it's taking measurements and it's kind of making calculations and guesses? Yeah. Mm. Um, BIA machines, which is what I we run, so the bioimpedance analysis is mm -hmm. again that electrical current. Yeah, those machines um, they're sending that current in different wavelengths through the different tissues and through the bodies yeah. and seeing how much impedance comes back. Exactly. It is again a calculation, but yeah. to me that is probably a higher level of calculation and a closer level to what is truly there. Mm. in comparison to um, other machines that might be imagery-based in that standpoint. Yeah. I know one of the newest in-body machines, which I would love to have, but it's just not feasible, which is like a 970. <laughs> yeah. um, they are, I, I believe in-body stating they are within a few percent of a CT scan. Um, oh, okay. So, you know, it's getting pretty crazy in terms of the way these machines are used and calculated, but... Mm. I guess the biggest advantage to these is that 60 seconds or less. So yep. if you compare it to like skin folds um, or anything like that, mm. it's very user-based. Yep. Um, it depends on the person and how good they are and they're getting the skin, not mm. the underlying tissue. Yep. Um, where these machines, anyone can sort of jump on them, get it done, and it, it's yep. all good to go. Yeah, I remember um, doing one 
uh, the um, what did you said the uh, the body scan for the um, the skin fold one. Yep. Um, and I'm sure I had probably nine to ten percent fat on me. Yep. And then someone told me after measuring, I got forty four percent fat. <laughs> I said, I said, do you even know what forty percent fat looks like? Yeah. Unfortunately, like I think that's one of the things I love about these machines is that they are so user or person friendly, right? Yeah. So they talk you through what you have to do. Um, it's realistically you just step on them and you're good to go. Um, mm. And that's that makes a big difference in terms of the business componentry of it. Like even yeah. from what we do in terms of how we hire the machines, we do yeah. do training with people, mm. but there's not a lot of training that's needed. Yeah. in terms of to use the machines. The training is more about how to interpret and how to actually understand what information comes back. Yes, of course. And do you also like um, give sort of some sort of education when you go there to do the body scans? Yeah. So um, again, we're mainly B2B based. So we're trying to sort of provide these machines to other businesses in that standpoint. Mm. Yeah. We definitely do give a, like I share my six plus years of knowledge of yep. these machines um, because I used them prior to even owning them mm. um, in terms of how I guide the conversation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it comes down to really the customer. And that's, mm. again, one of the values of our business is that we don't want to be having the conversation. So I don't want to be interpreting the scans for your clients. Um, you know your clients. You understand your clients. Yep. And at the end of the day, I may not actually interpret in a way that is beneficial for that person because I don't know them well enough. Exactly. And do you think this um, would also can be used by other people, like just not fitness trainers or in the gyms or anything? 100%. 100%. So we're expanding out into the corporate market. So mm. for corporate health and wellness, um, it can be used for everything up to a medical standpoint. Yeah. I don't really understand how these machines haven't become more popular well, actually, I do in some ways understand, but that's a different topic mm. <laughs> um, in terms of in like GP clinics and that sort of stuff yeah, because yeah. we need to move away from BMI conversations. Like yeah. you know, there's so many fit and healthy people out there that are obese because of BMI categories, um, yeah. you know, where these machines providing the muscle mass, the fat mass, your visceral fats, all those mm. sort of things, you can actually have an educated conversation about their true health standpoint. Yeah. So well, what do you what do you charge for the like renting? Uh, so for us, we have a delivery fee that's sort of dependent on on the distance we have oh, to travel, yeah. but oh, we keep that as low as we possibly can. Yeah. And then our current cost pricing is twenty dollars per scan. Um, so we do it on a per scan rate. The reason we do that is to one enable the smaller studios to be able to afford it, and mm -hmm. it's also. Um, that's where the usage is. So yep. we don't do a daily rate. Um, we see it more beneficial from our business model, but also to our customers mm. that a, a per scan rate is done. So let's say you send this to any gym. Mm -hmm. Do you stay there in that gym or you just leave yep. the machine? No. So that's the, our biggest difference, as I was mentioning before. So we drop the machine off for three to seven days yep. and then they have full control of it. So they can control um, what they charge. So theoretically, mm -hmm. they can. Okay. I would always love to see people charge more than what we pass yep. those costs on it. Yeah. Because they're offering the service. Mm. Um, and also, it comes down to the conversation. We are always there to support our hirers in terms yep. of in the back end. Um, mm. All of the scans back up onto a cloud based system. So, say, for example, you were our hirer. 
and you had a question or there was an issue with the machine, we can mm. log on and we can remotely look at the scans and then provide some information or interpretation from our side. Oh, okay. That's it. This is how you know how many scans been done? Correct. The machines also calculate it. So every every scan that's done is logged in the system. It's like a data log perspective. Ah, oh, um, okay. And from there, we then just log on and look at it and we can see how many scans were done. One of the other benefits to the new digital age is that the customer stays in control of their data. So um, if you had a customer that scanned on our machines and they log into the InBody Australia app, which is not our app, it's actually InBodies, the people who build the machine, okay. their data stays in that. So if they then moved to, say, Brisbane and they did mm. scans in Brisbane, mm. it would actually show up on their mobile phone okay. um, all of the scans they've ever done, which I think is really kind of cool mm. because at the end of the day, the customer is the one paying for exactly. the information and the data. Yeah. And they should be able to hold it in comparison to the old school where my machine held their data and we just gave them a piece of paper. Yep, yep, yep. And this is what my question was before when I asked you, like, will you stay there? Because how do you know how many scans got done? <laughs> yeah, so the machines log it and track it <laughs> yeah. all for us. Um, yeah. There is, you know, um, no matter what the machines sort of understand it through, we also have a bit of a trust basis with our customers course, in that standpoint. but. Um, we do have definite ways of checking in and making sure that things haven't been deleted and other stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. any scan that's completed backs up to the cloud. So that's kind of our standpoint of how we know. Yeah, cool. So what's the... I'm not sure um, if we can sort of get to know this. What's the technology or um, sort of methodology behind these scans to analyze the body? Um. So in terms of the technology, it's all based around what I mentioned before of that frequency or that impedance yeah. amount um, that comes through. So it's how long it takes for that electrical current to come back or cross over to a different electrode pack. Yeah. Um, it's very, very technical. I, I honestly couldn't give you a great explanation beyond mm. what I just have um, because it's like the InBody 570 is five frequencies, the InBody yeah. 270, which is a bit cheaper, um, is three frequencies, and then the 970 is nine frequencies, I believe. So it sort of comes through that this technology has been developed in bodies based in South Korea, yeah. um, but they are a worldwide company. Um, I've just literally looked in the background here. Well enough, our software that we log into that's in body based yeah. um, tells us how many worldwide scans have been done. And I think when I last looked, it was like 2 million scans have been done this calendar year. My God. Um, so it's, you know, it's a massive. Massive empire in that standpoint to embody themselves, and they're mm. they're main widely used. Yeah, and with this, when let's say you sent it to the gym, there is a personal trainer in the gym who's doing the scans. I think he has to be educated as well for be Correct. able to give them advice. Okay, you've got this higher or you've got this lower. How do you improve from that? Yep. So that's massive in that standpoint. And I'll just actually, I've just looked at it. I was completely wrong. 103 million scans, oh, nearly, nearly 110 million scans, 104 oh, million God. scans have been done. Um, in terms of that, it's, it's part of um, the sheet that's printed out gives about 40 plus parameters. Okay. So the first ever scan is realistically a data set is mm -hmm. the way that I always have worded it. And yep. the data set is very much about um, where is that person at and, yeah. and giving them its indications. When we look at a, a trainer in the gym, we ourselves go in and we always ask when we do a hire, 
before the hire is even started, we try and have all trainers or all people going to be interacting with that machine mm. have a conversation with us. We can yeah. pass on the in-body certification. So we've yeah. got to deal with in-body Australia themselves um, to be able to offer their certification process if they wanted to, so they yeah. could get their full in-body certification, mm. which is an online course in that standpoint. But it's really about, um, I would say most trainers have an understanding. Like if I was doing ask yourself, right? Body fat mm. percentage, what is yeah. it? Mm. You know, each trainer kind of understands that. What's skeletal muscle mass? Each trainer kind of understands that. I think the bigger ones that probably are harder to interpret and understand is like intercellular and extracellular water. Yeah. So the machine breaks that down to like what's water in the intercellular perspective is in the muscle tissue. Yeah. Um, and then what is outside of the muscle tissue. Mm. There's a few things like that, but it's it's laid out in a really nice, easy format mm. um, that that everyone can kind of understand. So how would you explain this to the client, like who's who's had no knowledge of this? <laughs> you would say, yeah, like, so, what are you even saying? <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so the basics of it would be it comes down in a kiloage form. Yep. So trying to give people a representation of, you know, you've got – um, 20 kilos of muscle mass on your body mm. and that in relativity to your height, age and weight. So it does give like a normal range in terms yeah. of that. Um, it <clears throat> then is able to give some sort of calculation. Mm -hmm. So it's really interpreting it and having a chat with people in that standpoint of making it representative to them. Yeah. Um, the other side of it comes down to the machine does give a calculation. So like a weight control figure, mm -hmm. that's one of the most important things that I've sort of found, because I don't know how many trainers out there that can probably sympathize with this, but you get yeah. a person coming, it goes, I need to lose 40 kilos. It's mm. like, well, you're actually 150% muscle mass of, of your height, age and weight. So yeah. you've got 50% more than you should. So you're yes. never going to be BMI, right? Mm. So this little weight calculator gives a control where it might be getting saying you've only got 20 kilos to lose. Yeah. Um, but each of the numbers and each of the things is representation of kiloages. Mm. It's very interesting, uh, you know, that because it's hard to explain it to anyone in just a simple words and then let alone we are talking really technical here. Yeah. So like I can, you know, in terms of it, um, I can screen share if you would like me to in terms of an actual scan, which is my own scan, which might yeah. help interpret that standpoint. Yeah, well, like, um, I mean, it's it's good for me to understand, but probably it's not going to go to the yeah, audience. So, it, so. so it's the layout. So like the first thing we look at, and in terms of the interpretation guide, um, the first three categories is weight, skeletal muscle mass, and body fat mass. Yeah. So it kind of shows you those things in a bar graph format. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the the other side of it is that they've done a really good job of how they lay out this information. Mm -hmm. The technical information really comes down to like the segmental analysis. So yeah. The machine also breaks it down to how much is in your right arm, left arm, trunk, right leg and left leg. Mm. So you can see imbalances in that standpoint. Yep. It also does that for fat mass. Um, but this is one of the things that's a little bit, I guess, technical, but it's also good. It's like it states how many kilos of fat mass are in your right arm and then it gives oh. you a percentage, right? So if you're at 200%, it means you can theoretically halve whatever weight mass number was on the left of it. So if you had oh, two yeah. kilos and you're at 200%, you could theoretically get your left arm down to one kilo of fat mass in that area. Oh, that's cool. So again, it, it does come down to um, the person interpreting, mm -hmm. but it is it's in a way that can be explained very easily. 
Um, And then there is, of course, an in-body specific interpretation guide that does go along with the scan. Cool. So since you've started, like say, 2019, do you um, feel any or not? I mean, not feel. I mean, is there any recent developments that happened in this body scans? Like, let's say a new technology, like every year, there's new technology comes in like the phones or anything. Is it the same yep. thing with these sort of uh, machines as well? No. Uh, yes, on a software front. Okay. No, on a hardware front. Oh, yeah. Um, so... I really don't know what they're going to be able to do in terms of the hardware side. Mm. Um, you know, these in-body 570 machines in the, my whole career, which is 10 plus years in the PT industry, yeah. um, have been the same. Um, mm. I can see the screens updating and all that sort of stuff, yeah. but we only have four limbs, right? So right arm, left arm, feet. The 970 machine, which I experienced when I went up to Queensland last year, they yeah. had a machine that actually tests your um, the two levels of fat layer, so like your subcutaneous fat on your okay. hips and that sort of stuff. And mm. it was a device you had to put on your hips. So I can see the technology going that way, mm. but I don't really know how they're going to be able to go that much further. Mm. I think it's really going to stay on a software. I've front. seen some people using that. I don't know what sort of machine called. Like, so they put like, like just like ECG. So you put it on your chest, yep. they put it on your stomach, and then you sort of run on the uh, treadmill for some time. I don't know what that machine's called, but I don't know what that's used for. I think it's just checking your, um, it does check your fitness levels too. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things. And again, there's always going to be developments in this area. I guess mm. it's it would be interesting to see where those developments would come from. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's definitely an area that we as a business in this place are always looking at. Yeah. Um, it just comes down to I'm seeing more of a development in like the biometrics and AI perspective yep. in comparison yep. to this sort of impedance or body scan basis. I, I yeah. just... I can't understand how they're going to go that much further, except for adding more frequencies, which again, that's the the 970 machine, which I think is 50 plus thousand dollars. Like yeah. they're, they're really expensive. You know how you were mentioning before, um, so if someone scans, the, the, the personal starter stays in that. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have to sign any privacy or anything form to be... There is a privacy document that comes on when you're literally doing the scan and it's yes. InBody Australia's um, privacy document. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, in terms of where the data is held, it is held inside of our business account. So theoretically, there is a um, – the only thing that's held is a person's mobile number. That's what we use. Okay. It links to their mobile number in that standpoint. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a data sheet. Yep. So yes, there is, um, I guess – because every business that hires from us is able to see who's hired or been scanned on our machines, there is a small bit of where someone could look up someone else. Yeah. But again, realistically, we we segment our clients into um, blocks, so groups, yep. Yep. and realist, then those people log in and look at their group. The data at the end of the day is held in a secure standpoint that is controlled by the actual machine company owner. Mm. And where is this machine built? Is it in? So it's built in South Korea, as far as I understand. Okay. Um, and then they're exported around the world. So InBody isn't just here in Australia; they are um, worldwide. 
Yeah. In Australia, the main uses, um, like if you anyone logs onto the Embody Australia website, um, mm. there's a lot of them, like the NRL teams use them. Um, there's a lot of them that are used in terms of universities. Mm. And we have hired to, to those sort of institutions before as well. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, it all comes down to these machines are expensive. We offer a different perspective in terms of that per scan rate. Mm. So... Have you, like yourself, gone somewhere to do the scans or you always just rent it out? Um, so I have, done, I have done the scans inside of my own studio, yes. Yeah. Um, I have also provided that service where I've gone to a gym or a location yeah. to do the scans. Um, I've done that corporately. I've done that fitness-wise. Okay. Um, and I guess that's where our model sort of comes from, why I'm really pushing towards that perspective. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, why I bought a machine, to be truly honest, I was originally sending my clients out to a place to get the scans done. And then they were coming back to me for me, for, to me for an interpretation. Oh, yeah. But they still had some interaction with another business owner mm. um, that may not have had the same views um, yeah. or the same knowledge or even sometimes the perspective. <clears throat> One of the biggest things I saw recently was with a recent hire. Uh -huh. There was a client or a business that we hired to where a client had just done a fight camp. So oh, yeah. his focus had been for six months, purely getting boxing fit. So yeah. massive amounts of cardio had let his strength training go. Now, if I was to have read that person's scan, I would have mentioned my usual things of well, your, muscle, your muscle mass has decreased, which isn't great. Yeah. Um, and your fat mass has decreased massively, which is awesome. So mm. I would be straight away putting my own tone, which in my in-body training would be that it's negative, right? You've yeah. lost muscle mass. We shouldn't lose muscle mass. Mm. So this is part of where I see the model that we're doing and providing it to the, the business who knows that customer better. Yeah, I would straight away look at that if I was the person's trainer and go, this is awesome. You've lost eight kilos of fat mass. Yeah, you lost a kilo of muscle mass, but we expected that. You've been yeah. doing flight camp training. Yeah, And it's it's that energy to me that makes the biggest difference in terms of the way that the customer receives the information. Mm. Um, and that's why I just, I really don't like it. And again, for me, I had so many conversations where I sent my client out, they got the scan done, they got an interpretation done because that's just what had to happen yep. as part of the yep. service. Then that client comes back to me and goes, but they told me this and they mm. told me this. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, but we, we're not looking at that. And that's part <laughs> of the issues that comes with it. Yeah. And this is why I asked, because this is, this was the reason I asked, like, did you have any like success stories? Because if someone's done the scan and they were like lacking behind on that goal or anything they were trying to achieve. So if they've improved from that after the scan, you know, that was my, actually, that's why I asked you, like, if you've yeah. done yourself anything. So for us, in terms of the private studio I had, which I sold last, um, earlier this year, yeah. um, we sort of had this free to our customers inside of our studio. So they mm. would do scans on a fortnightly basis and we would use those scans to interpret their results ongoingly. So yeah. if they're in a strength training block, we'd be specifically looking at, are you increasing muscle mass? And if mm. they're not, why not? Yeah. Then there'd be people that are on fat loss programs or weight loss programs that are going through and we're specifically doing it that way. So there is a massive amount of results. Like I've got information from a customer in my own studio um, that's lost like 20 plus kilos yeah. um, of fat mass only and increased their muscle mass by six. So if you mm. want to talk on body composition, they've actually changed their body composition by 26 kilos. Okay. Um, so there's massive swings. I've got data from someone I know that's had gastric sleeving surgery. Mm -hmm. um, 
So they're like an 80 kilo change in terms yep. of their actual overall weight. Um, but even that's an interesting one because that person has lost a lot of muscle mass as well as yep. a lot of fat mass. So oh, yeah. again, it just depends on the way you interpret that information, but it's still great to be able to see, you know, data set A, data set B, C, D, E, F, G mm. um, across, you know, calendar years even that people yep. are progressively making improvements. 100%. And now at the moment you are in New South Wales and what's the plan for you to expand? Like, how do you plan to expand your business? Yeah. What state um, is your next target? We're kind of looking Australia wide. Um, yeah, but like, like what's um, your next, like what, what's the next state is your target? Like Melbourne, Brisbane? It really you know, comes Earth. down to the model we're going to go with. I, my, I really love, I love where this is going and I can see how this could be licensed or franchised. Yep. Um, it just comes down to seeing how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all in a bit of an interesting situation with cost of living and all this sort of stuff at the yep. current point. Yep. Um, so I think it's going to be suited more towards metropolitan areas yes. um, than sort of regional-ish where I am. But course, we sort yep. of cover Canberra up into Sydney and mm-hmm. out to Wagga. Yep. Um, but I also see how this could really benefit even a gym owner like myself. You know, I have a machine, but I'm not seeing the amount of use that I want to. Yep. And I could provide it in my local community or my local network mm. um, where I'm still making money and paying off my machine. I'm getting yep. a benefit from it. And I'm yep. also providing that service and being able to offer that to other businesses yep. um, in that same standpoint. Cool. And the... What do you see? I mean, how do you see yourself in next, like probably next five years um, with this business model, um, expanding it to Australia wide, as you said, um, what what do you think will be the most beneficial thing people would achieve from this? Um, the most beneficial thing is that a business is getting access to $30,000 of technology for a low cost. Yeah. So they're profitable from the first perspective in yeah. comparison to having to cover the costs. Mm. And I think that's the part, and it's a conversations like I'm having with you today that hopefully get this message out there where yeah. there is an alternative to purchasing these machines and having them a drain on cash flow inside of a business. Yeah. There is people like myself, and I don't know of any others um, mm. that are doing this sort of thing, but... Yeah. I'm sure there is someone out there. I just don't haven't been able to find them in some yeah, ways. Probably. <laughs> um, but it's that perspective. And again, our little twist on it that we don't go with the machine yep. is, I think, a, a big, probably the biggest change. Because I know mm. there's a lot of people that take yep. these machines and do this inside of facilities and studios. Yep. Um, but I just don't see that as being the best way forwards. Yeah. Now, the, the main reason I ask everyone, actually, um, I want to know the reason why, why did you start this? Why did you think like this could benefit the world? Why did you think that this model would be really beneficial in the health industry or fitness industry or just like a general health in just a health wise? For sure. Um, the reason I started it was because I saw the value of the machines inside of my own studio and mm-hmm. the way that I was able to help my customers, my clients gain better understanding and better information towards their health and fitness. Yep. And then having people approach me going, I can't afford this machine. I want it inside my studio. And there's been a massive boom of this in the past three, yep. five, three four years. Mm. Um, 
at the end of the day, for me, it's about providing a better service. And I've always been this as a business owner. I always want to provide customers the best service possible. Yeah. So for me, if a gym isn't offering some sort of service like this, you're seeing the customers go external yeah. and they're going to try and seek it. So it's about that customer experience. And at the end of the day, making sure that they have the most or getting the most they possibly can out of their time in the gym. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I think um, that should conclude our session. For sure. It's been a really informational <laughs> informational session. And, you know, the things I didn't even know about these body scans because I, I generally had an idea of like I've seen normal body scans in the gyms and just the, mm-hmm. the body, the skin fold ones. Uh, but it's really good. Uh, I might visit you one day in Sydney and then see how this works on me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And again, there's also local people. So, um, you know, reaching out to some of the local communities and that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, I, I'd love to even see that these sort of podcasts and these chats do help people understand more about what these machines can do, whether that's personally, professionally or businessly. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, the, the more you spread the word, the more it's going to go to the people and the more information going to reach to the audience and the people who probably in the future potentially will use it. Oh, for sure. And again, there is our, our slogan is information for everybody. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who you are. Um, and you have to have four limbs. That is a limitation. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it is practically information for everybody. Yeah. And also I would say just, uh, send me your, um, sort of website or anything. So I'll put it under the show notes. So if you're listening and they want to contact you, there is also the, you know, so sort of contact information for you to reach out. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And I really appreciate your time and um, having the conversation. No, thanks for awesome. coming in. Awesome to communicate with people in the industry or around the industry 100%. about this sort of stuff. Yeah. That's good. All right, Matt. Thank you for your uh, time again. No problems at all. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. And leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.